Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking and sometimes road trips. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we're talking about lunch at Le Botaniste and eating a ton of vegan snacks that we picked up at Bucky's. I would put an asterisk after the ton part. I don't know. It looks like a ton to me. It is quite a haul, but um, I expected holler. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Dave, how are you doing? <sighs> Thanks for asking. You're Thanks welcome. for finally thinking to ask. 131 episodes in. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm I'm thriving. You know, I feel great. I'm getting enough exercise. I'm getting plenty of sleep. Work life balance couldn't be better. Um, 2023 is just pew pew and pew. So I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Good. I'm glad to hear. Everything's it. great. Yeah? Yes. I love to hear that. Yeah. Positive mental state. What's the uh, what's the the toxic positivity? Good vibes only? That's no. one of it. Choose happiness. Be happy now. Be there happy it is. now. Be happy now. Great. Hey, be happy now. Hey. Are you happy? Have you chosen happiness? <laughs> I in a sense because today uh, it was a beautiful day out. Yeah. And w- without planning in advance, I'm going to spend a coin. Yeah. And I grabbed the kid and we grabbed our skates and we skated. And okay. it was lovely weather. And we boogied down. I'm working on my one foot pivots and they're okay. getting a little bit better. All right. All right. And um, it was fun. You're working on your one foot pivots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. You also went skating last night. Yes. Too. Yes. So that's just a lot of skating. Yeah. It's good. Is that your resolution? Skate more? Sure. No. Skate the same are amount. You, are you Tom Skatemore? <laughs> That's me. Instead of Tom Sizemore? Sure. The actor? Yeah. Tom Sizemore? Mm-hmm. You're, instead of him, you're Tom Skatemore. Mm-hmm. Just call me Tom Skatemore. That's what I just did. Yep. That's it, my new name. It went over pretty well. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It was great. Yeah. Um, you know, I... Talked about everything on Sunday, so yeah. I don't really have anything to say. <laughs> it's also talking tofu nights. Talking tofu nights. Talking tofu. It's just talking tofu nights. Nights. And when we do talking tofu nights, nights. Um, I'm tired. 
<laughs> and don't want to do it. <laughs> but we've we've got to do it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy doing it. Yeah. You can not want to do something that you enjoy. Yeah. You don't want to do it right now. You want to do or it. Some- <laughs> <laughs> but I like to do it. Is that, am I making sense? Oh, sure. There's things like that. Yeah. Right? Sure. Stretching. I never want to do it. But when I'm stretching, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like stretching. Yeah. You know what I don't like, though? What? Is stretching. Like, like routine stretching. I never like that. What mm-hmm. I like is when you get a good stretch. Like, yeah. you get up or my favorite is when you're laying down, you're already laying down. You've been laying down for a while. And then you decide to stretch even more and you do a stretch while you're laying down. Oh, that's good. And then I think like, why am I not doing this the entire time that I'm laying down? Yeah. How much exercise would I get? It would feel great. And I would probably be working all of these muscles the entire time. It's true. I'd probably wake up buff. I'd probably wake up like Dave Bautista. <laughs> yeah, you would. You know who he is? Kind of the Tom Sizemore of the Marvel Universe. Okay. He plays Drax the Destroyer. Oh, okay. Yeah, from Thank Guardians you. of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. A character that you you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like He's also that. in Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Okay. We haven't watched that yet. Are you going to watch that with me? I don't know. I have to, the amount <laughs> of cajoling that I have to do to get you to watch a movie. I know. I do want to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch the movie without you. It would be less fun for me to watch this movie without you. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's watch it together. Hey. Hey. Speaking of movies. Mm-hmm. Lights. Camera. Action. It's Talking Toe Views. All right. It's, hey, we're in Talking Toe Views now. Yeah, we it's are. Talking Toe Views time. So we saw a movie. I cajoled, uh, and it worked. I effectively cajoled you. Yep. On Friday. Mm-hmm. We watched the menu. Yeah, we did. On HBO Max. It came out on HBO Max. I saw it in the theater. Yes, you did. Don't want to brag, but I'm on the AMC A-list. And with that, you get three movies a week. I'm lucky if I do two. Yeah. Usually do zero. Frequently do one. Rarely do two. Mm Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, this might be a two-movie week for me. Ooh. Because technically, if Sunday's the beginning of the week and I saw Avatar on Sunday. You could see a bunch of movies this weekend. My my point exactly. I'm going to go see Megan and mm. Thregan this weekend. Very fun. All right. I'm excited for you. I, it is so difficult for you to fake being interested in. Like, it's so obvious when you <laughs> could not care less about what I'm saying. I'm excited saying. For that you have fun plans. The like, kid and I you become a mannequin. The kid and I this weekend are going to visit my mom in Fort Lauderdale. That's right. And so poor Dave. Yeah. Can't poor come baby me. Yeah. Because of work. Yeah. And so he is gonna stay here all by himself. But yeah. with the dogs. With the dogs. Yeah. And movies. Oh. I'm not gonna watch Glass Onion. No. Because you're gonna watch it with me, right? Yes. Okay. So anyway, I saw the menu in the theater. I've been on a little bit of a horror movie kick. Menu presented like a horror movie. So I went and saw it. It was more of like a dark comedy than it was a horror movie. 
but I didn't want to tell you that. I just came out of the movie being like, I think you would really like this. I think we should watch it together. Um, you're like, yeah, okay. And then weeks went by. Fewer weeks than I anticipated because these things hit the streamers real fast now. Yeah. Used to be like you wait months, years. Yeah. For them. Now it's like the next month. Now it's like two hours later, it's on the streamer. So lo and behold, it was on HBO Max last week. And I said, the menu's here. The menu's here. (laughs) And we sat down and watched it. We did. I enjoyed it. What did you think of it? So like Dave said, I went in cold and I'm glad I did. I was surprised by what it was about. It starts out being about something else and then takes a turn. And I liked that I didn't know that there was a, I didn't expect a twist at all. Like it wasn't just that I didn't know there was a a turn. The horror aspect of it, I didn't expect any of that. And Mm. so when it started to take this darker turn, like if if I'd known that there was a twist, I would have been going in like, I wonder what the twist is going to be. But this movie, I didn't expect a twist. And so, so that was fun. What did you think the movie was going to be going into it? Like, like describe what the movie was going to be. Okay. Well, so, I mean, they... I'll do, I'll do the same. Okay. So that you're not out on the limb by yourself. Okay. So the movie begins with everybody getting on this boat to go to this very exclusive restaurant on a secluded island where they do just one it seems like they do only periodically host a dinner they grow and forage everything for the dinner on this island it's like a very fancy farm to table experience and it seemed to me i thought it was going to be a bunch of like snooty snoots learning something about themselves which i guess Hmm. it was but not in the way I thought it would be. I think, yes, in the sense that it's a bunch of snooty snoots getting indicted for who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that is what I expected. But the way that it happened, I would never have guessed going in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what did you think was going to happen? Like, for example, I saw the trailer for it. And the trailer for it had... Setup of them going to the island. It had things going sideways. It had all of the participants being really fearful. And it had like a chase scene through the woods. And all of those things are in the movie, but that's not the trajectory of the movie. I thought I was going into like a most dangerous game type movie. Oh. Where somehow these guests were going to be the menu. I thought that at one point while we were watching. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I thought... That's probably not right. Going into the movie, I thought this. I was like, that's probably not right, but there's definitely going to be cannibalism. Yeah. What there is, is I thought a really creative movie that takes place in one room. 95% of the movie takes place in one room. Yeah, it really is like a bottle episode. Yeah, it's like a (laughs) stage play, basically. Yeah. They're all sitting in the same spots as the chef kind of just talks to them the entire time. And it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that surprised me about the menu was how much I thought about it after I saw it. And this idea, this is, I don't think this is spoilery, but the, the idea of something bringing you joy and then trying to think about and pick apart what about it brings you the joy and picking apart what about that joy brings others joy just like kills it just snuffs it out completely and that there's not 
really a way to do those things that doesn't result in the joy diminishing a bit and that joy is just okay to have, you know? Yeah. And there's a really powerful, I think now in particular, it's a really powerful idea and a, a really important thing to keep in mind, you know? Yeah. I think we're in this era right now where I'm going to sound like a snooty asshole. I should be on the menu, but <laughs> I think, and I feel like we're getting over this, this idea that you can't just like something. You have to be amazing at it. You have to make a profit off of it or have a hustle out of it. You have to like, you can't just have things that you like, even like things that you like that you're bad at. Yeah. You can't just enjoy yourself. It has to be directed towards some end, even if it's like mental health and and self-care and just relaxing. Like that's your justification for enjoying something and liking something, you know? Yeah. Like the way that we've just twisted and contorted joy. I think, um, I don't know. It's not that the movie gave me that idea, but the movie made me think about it a lot and kind of gave me a new layered or a direction with which to think about it. Yeah. I don't have anything to add, but I thought, I think it was a great movie and I think it did leave you with a lot to think about. Who's your favorite actor in the movie? Was it Queenie Gambo? I don't know any of the actors' names. I liked the um, red-headed... Queenie um, Gambo. Is that who that was? From the Queen Gambit? Oh, yes, Queenie yeah, Gambo. Queenie Gambo. Lights. Camera. Action. It's Talking Toe Views. I have a tale to tell. Okay. We decided to go to lunch. We were in New York. Mm-hmm. We decided that... That that particular lunch was the day that we were going to go to the veggie grill that Dave talked about in a previous episode that was four restaurants in one. So Dave looked it up, said, oh, it's not that far. So we walked to the location and it turned out that we were at the wrong veggie grill. That's right. But no problem. There's one that's just a veggie grill and one that's all four veggie grill brands under one roof. And we went to the one that was just the veggie grill. Looks great, but that was not our mission. So, no problem. There was a subway stop nearby. We hopped on the train, went to the right location, got off the train. At this point, I was very hungry. I don't know about you. Yeah, I was pretty hungry. And we were walking down the street. It was cold. It was winter in New York City. I felt like I was coming down with a cold. Did you? Yeah, remember that was the day that I woke up from the nap with the fever? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you did have that one rough day. So we were walking around. We found the location. Yeah. I started to film a reel. Yeah. I filmed us walking up. I filmed Dave walking up to the door uh-huh. to get a video of him walking in for a reel for you, Toeheads, for you. And do you know what happened when Dave walked up to the door? What? There was a sign in the door. What did the sign say? I forget specifically what it said. It said that they were closed because of a burst pipe. That's right. And this was our last day in New York, wasn't it? No. Next to last. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the burst pipe situation was not going to be resolved by tomorrow. Uh, So we didn't get to eat at the four-part veggie grill like we wanted. That's right. So And it's not to say that we wouldn't have gotten back there the next day. We had plans for the next day. We were going to go to Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we didn't, but we were going to. Yeah, Dave, Dave had to work. So... 
no problem. We typed the word vegan into the maps and we looked to see what popped up. And one of the things that popped up was La Botaniste and it looked intriguing. And so we walked over there. So a little bit about La Botaniste. It is like a small chain. There are locations in New York and in Belgium. Huh. And that's huh. it. It is an organic, plant-based, carbon-neutral restaurant. It's very um, health food forward, very vegetable forward food. And I found the menu very confusing because you walk in and it looks like it's going to be a bowls kind of place where you choose items to go in a bowl, but then mm-hmm. it's not that. There's like well, a regular, but then it's, it's not kind just of, that. Yeah, but it's kind of that, but kind of not. And I wanted to build a bowl, but then I couldn't understand how to do it. And I was very intimidated and was like, I'm just going to order a bunch of appetizers. You've done a true disservice to the vibe of this place yeah. upon entering the front door. You describe. I was so overwhelmed by the ordering situation that, yes, that was my vibe when okay. I walked in. But yours was more. I walked in and it. It did not seem like we were walking into a restaurant really at all. It seemed like we were walking into a cozy old shop that had been turned into a shop out of like an apothecary that had been turned into an apothecary out of a root cellar. It was like wooden walls, um, lots of plants and stuff on the shelves, dim lighting, Opened up into the back into a dining room that had like skylights overhead. So a lot of natural light coming into that space. And then um, a couple of cozy tables and a little bar, which was where we sat at. But like to get to that, you had to pass this like it's almost like a cafeteria line, Mm -hmm. but it's very short. And you're only talking to one person. It's not like you're going to stations or anything like that. And the menu is behind them. And like you said, the the menu offers all permutations of the ingredients that are in front of you on that cafeteria bar. Mm -hmm. So you order from the menu and then they make it for you based on the components that are right in front of them. Like Subway. I was very overwhelmed. There were a lot of things there that I wanted to eat that I didn't get to eat eat. Um, but what I decided to do was what I always do when I'm feeling like there are too many options is I got a bunch of appetizers because mm. then I can get multiple things. So I got the soup of the day, which was a black bean soup. It was like a pureed black bean soup, not like a chunky one, uh, a sushi roll and their coconut ceviche. Uh, Dave, what you got was the magic miso. I know what I got. Oh, okay. So, well, I just, it was the next thing in my notes. So I thought the sushi and the soup, I thought were fine. I thought the soup was kind of like, uh, I asked if I could add pickled onions to the soup because they had these beautiful looking pickled onions. And they said, yes, they're two fifty extra. And oh. I said, never mind. <laughs> um, I got to say, as cozy and sweet as this place is, it's a very, that'll be two fifty extra kind of place. It was expensive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was very pricey. My three appetizers, that was a splash out. Um, the sushi was fine. It was kind of like a healthy sushi roll. It was quinoa and veggies with tofu. Um, it came with a dipping sauce that was pretty nice, but I don't think I would get it again. I feel like I, I just, I feel like I missed out with my order. 
um, with uh, with those items. What I did like, everything you order, you can get fresh herbs put on top for mm. free. And it's just like a mixture of fresh herbs. And that really does wake things up, especially like that black bean soup, which was, it was really kind of plain and boring on mm. its own. It needed an add-in. Like it didn't have any other texture. Mm-hmm. Um, the real standout for me though was this coconut ceviche, which I thought the texture was incredible. It had like a mild coconut flavor, but not overpowering. I don't super love the taste of coconut. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't mind it has like an element of the flavor, but if it's the main event, I don't, I don't care for that. Um, but it was good and citrusy. The texture, did I already say that the texture was incredible? Yeah. You I'm going to say it again. All right. Incredible texture. Um, of the three things I got, the ceviche is the one that I would get again. And then I, we also both got juices. I got the carrot juice and it was carrot and grapefruit, which is a real winning combination that I would never have thought to try and ginger. Mm. And I would never have thought to put carrot and grapefruit together. Um, but I would like to drink that every day for the rest of my life. The juice was so good. You'd get tired of it. You think? It would be less special if you did that. I guess so. Yeah. It was just such like a bright, vibrant tasting juice. And I was also feeling run down at this point. We'd been to two nights of fish and yeah. and uh, it was a good pick me up. I really enjoyed that juice. It did me right. As you uh, spoiled, I had the magic miso bowl, which was a gluten free noodles, miso broth, green peas, free range tofu, root veggies, peas, shoots served with ginger velvet dressing. Um. So I had been, I'd had miso twice at this point in this trip. This was my third miso. No, this was my second of three misos that I had during the trip. Okay. Right? You had a miso soup from Beyond Beyond Sushi. Sushi. Right. What was the other one? I don't know. You dragged me about it. You said, you're getting miso again? The third time (laughs) that I got it. I can't remember. It was very like, you don't normally do that sort of thing. I think it was was just like, are we at this point? I think it was just the second one. I was just surprised. No, I don't know. It was a third one for sure. Maybe it was Planta. Planta, we got the sushi. Was it like a miso veggie maybe that we got? I wrote down what we got at Planta. What did we get? No, we didn't get miso at Planta. What did we eat the day after this? Francia? Yes. And I had miso. Oh, yeah, you did. And you said, boy, you really like miso. (laughs) Can I get enough of that miso? (laughs) I was just commenting. I wasn't judging. This was the second of three misos that I had during the trip. Uh, and it was the most unique of the miso broths. It did not taste like miso at all. It was much chalkier and thicker, chalky in a good way, even though, ignore what I say in next week's episode about chalky food. This is a chalky consistency that I can get behind. Uh, the noodles I thought were fine. Peas, I'm not a pea fan. Yeah. Yeah, I poo-poo the pea, you know? <laughs> um, the tofu I was excited about. The tofu came in a little bit firmer than I would like in a soup. I yeah. want I want lighter, silkier tofu. This was pretty like tough tofu. You mm-hmm. know, it was tofu. Uh, root veggies. I've made my feelings on root veggies net well known before. <laughs> Just give me potatoes. Right. I don't right. want your root veggies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the pea shoots, whatever. Yeah, they were fine too. Served with the ginger velvet dressing. I thought the ginger dressing was nice. I'm, it sounds like I'm going to like bag on this bowl. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't great. 
Okay. It was pretty good. And I got a few ideas of what could have made it great, which was all the stuff I didn't like being better or things that I did like about it. But I thought I was getting a miso soup with these additions to it. Mm -hmm. And what I was getting was all of these ingredients in a miso broth that was a thick miso broth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Also, I was not feeling great. I had walked up 11 flights of stairs the day before uh, because there was a fire alarm. So I had to do that. I also ran like four miles that day, four or five miles. And we had been to two nights of a stand-up concert. And I'm not getting any younger. My body was (laughs) aching. But I also had like this weird like feeling, like this kind of lightheadedness where I was like, oh, is that... Is this ache because of what you did yesterday or is this ache because you're catching a cold? And then there's always that cloud of like, is it COVID? Do you have COVID? This is going to ruin your whole trip. If you have COVID, what are you going to do if you have COVID? Um, I did take a nap after this meal. Woke up with a hundred degree fever. Uh, We took COVID tests, tested negative, and then my fever went away like five seconds later. Yeah. So um, I don't know what it was. It was a weird flash, but I was feeling weird as well. And so I kind of had that going on in my head while I was eating this food and I wasn't enjoying how I felt and I wasn't super enjoying the food. But I will echo your sentiment about the juices. I had a beet ginger. Is that what I had? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're so forward with w- telling me what I had before. It was definitely you might enjoy beet. the chance to do it now, yeah. I just wrote that you got the beet juice. It was a beet apple ginger drink. That's what it was. Mm. And it was phenomenal. I had it on ice. It was so wonderful. I could have had something twice as... I could have had twice as much of it. Yeah. I'm not going to say I would eat it every day. Because no. it's ridiculous. I it would be so much less special Yeah, if I did that. You're right. When you're right, you're right. I know. I do not think I would be excited to go back to Lobotanist to eat. But I would go back and grab a to-go juice for sure. Those juices were so good. I'm not even a huge juice person, but these were great. The thing about Le Botaniste is it's a very fancy, casual lunch place. Like you're not being waited on, but, and you are taking your food to your table on a tray, but you are paying prices like you would at a restaurant where you are being waited on. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's nice. The setting is nice, but I struggled to see what the regular, regular, regular use case is for a place like Le Botanese. Like, is that a lunch run place for people who are on that side of town? Is it more of a touristy place? Is it fancy? And I've just got a bad read on that. And that's what a fancy lunch is like. You know what I mean? It's definitely seems like it would work. Like if you worked over, over there, it would be a good like quick healthy lunch because our food was ready in seconds because they just expensive very expensive but if you were like i just need something nourishing so if you're like a trader Mm -hmm. wall like a day trader a wall street broker yeah you're like gordon gecko Mm -hmm. and you're taking a break from doing all the awful stuff yeah and going downstairs and saying let's go up to the botanist Mm mm-hmm they also have like a Just big selection of like organic wines and stuff. So right maybe past. the trader, the trader oh, okay. is going to get the <laughs> fancy wines. He's going to get a little like whatever, some bowl of something. I think he's going to get those cafeteria trays and just put out some lines on them. Probably. A bang real, down those lines. Just a wolf of Wall Street situation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
That's what's going to happen. Like knock all the stuff off of the walls. New York City, baby. Oh, the city that never sleeps. That's right. Do, 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 do. So, Dave. Yeah. What What do you think about Lobotnies? I was in the middle of my thoughts on Lobotnies. Oh, sorry. Well, you took the day trader. He's he's down there. And I the... wouldn't take him to lunch there. No. I have more respect for that place than that. <laughs> I'd take him to like a Hooters. Yeah. And I would stay outside. <laughs> what would you even eat at a Hooters? I respect women too much to even look at the menu. <laughs> I wouldn't even know. They probably have a whole vegan section, but I'll never know because I'm not going to Hooters. Okay. Mark my words. Never will I hoot. I did go to Hooters once when I was a child. Yeah. Yeah. Before a magic game. Orlando Magic basketball game. It was weird. Hey, so, hey, all joking aside, guys, don't go to Le Botanist. It's too expensive. Yeah. No, I'm not. That's not. That's not fair. Go, but be warned that it's going to be expensive. You're probably going to go once. Yeah. So it's take, a cool setting. It's a cool setting. But also, like, look at the menu a lot before you go so you don't get overwhelmed when you walk in. Everybody was overwhelmed, though. Yeah. There, Other groups were doing the same thing we were doing. The people who walked in after us, I was like, you go, because we're having a moment here. We're a little overwhelmed. And they were like, well, we, we don't know what we want. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody was overwhelmed. But go. It's nice. It was All nice. the stuff we're saying about it, it's not their fault. Get, if you do I mean, go, it is their fault. But get get that ceviche. That ceviche was something special. If you're gonna go, get the ceviche and get a juice, and you'll be happy. See, and I'm over here like, if you're gonna go, get what you want. Well, yeah. look at the menu and find the food that's like <laughs> the food that you're most interested in, and get that. I'm trying to tell people to get the ceviche. Look, give me a give me a go no go on the botanist. Go go go! Come on. I'm not asking people to move there. Go. 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 This is Talking Toe News. All right. Hey, welcome to Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where I take a headline from the world of vegan news and we discuss it. And hey, that's the best setup I've ever done for this segment. You nailed this it. One, all right, all right. Let's uh, reject all cookies. So this article is <laughs> what? Rejecting all cookies. This article is from plantbasednews.org, January 9th, 2023, by Amy Buxton. So give Amy the click over there. And hey, this one's, this one's what I, I file this one under Little Wins. Swiss court rules vegan meat labels not, quote, deceptive to shoppers. Amid ongoing disputes surrounding food labels, a court case out of Switzerland marks another reprieve for the plant-based meat sector. Thoughts on the headline? I think that's great. I love seeing these silly nuisance lawsuits struck down. Yeah. Well, let me tell you some more about it. Please do. A court in Switzerland has ruled that the meaty product terms and labels used by a plant-based food manufacturer are not deceptive to customers. The case was launched following a mandate from the Zurich Cantonal Laboratory, which oversees food and water safety in the Swiss city of Zurich. It instructed a vegan company named Planted Foods to stop using terms such as chicken and pork. 
The mandate was released in May 2021, claimed that Planted Foods was misleading the public by using animal meat monikers on its packaging. The administrative court quashed the mandate in December 2022. Its ruling stated that Planted's use of the words vegan and vegetarian specify that its products are not of animal origin and that words like chicken indicate the intended use of the item. It goes on to say things. Couches this in a larger dispute about food labeling bans, as you uh, mentioned. And yeah, so once again, the Swiss come to our rescue. It's nice to see that happening. I feel like these cases keep popping up in the U.S. and abroad, and uh, it's good when there's a win. Yeah, I think the, I think you get more wins outside of the U.S. Yeah. 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 I feel like veganism's more accepted outside the U.S. Or, I don't know, I was going to say or common sense, but I mean, everybody's losing their mind everywhere, so... Uh, but not those Swiss, right? Mm-hmm. They've got they've got it going on. That's right. To uh, to our Swiss listeners, I'd just like to say bonjour. How do you say hello in Swiss? Danke schön. <laughs> Grüezi. 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 Hey, to our Swiss listeners. As I said, I'd like to say, <laughs> Gruzzi. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. We all learned something today. Yeah. Let's celebrate with some uh, vanilla ice dessert milk based frozen <laughs> treat. Hey, you know what we could celebrate with? Huh? Some ads. Oh my gosh. You uh, do not know how this podcast works at all. <laughs> Was. All right, now it's time to say gruzzi to uh, these words from our sponsor. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to Talkin' Tofu. We are talking. About Bucky's. Yes. That's right. Back half is for Bucky's. That's right. Put Bucky's in the back half. We gotta we gotta talk we gotta we gotta talk about Bucky's. So here in the Southeast United States, Bucky's is sort of like an institution. It's like a roadside store that's like a huge department store. So, Am I doing this right? No, you're. I'm no. doing bad. Yeah. When, uh, when in here in the southeastern United States, if you mention Bucky's, people get excited, and and that's all I knew about Bucky's going into this okay. adventure. I knew like that your parents are big Bucky's fans. I don't think that they are. I think they're fans of the Bucky Zeitgeist, not fans of Bucky. Like. Yeah. I don't think that they've never been to one, but the way they talk about it is like they go every Sunday. Yeah. It's wild. So, it's, yeah. I don't, I didn't fully get it. And I was excited to visit a Bucky's, especially when Dave told me that there are a surprising number of vegan options there. Yeah. So Bucky's is a gas station. It's a gas station? Yeah. It's a gas station. It's got pumps. It's got a convenience store. It's got bathrooms. A huge- it is the, uh, just let me. <laughs> The concept is of a gas station. So take that and level it up to like 1,000. And I don't mean 1,000 in goodness. I mean level it up to 1,000 in size. There, So a typical gas station has like 10 pumps. Bucky's has like 100 pumps. The convenience store might be like, what? 100 by 100 square. You yeah. know? Bucky's is like a, a mall yeah. inside of it. Or like a Target. That's probably a better way. To, it's like Target sized. It is It is like a Target. They've got tons of bathrooms. And all the hillbillies you can shake a stick at, they all come to Bucky's. Everybody else does too. But all you see is the hillbillies. Yes. We stopped at Bucky's on the way back. So our winter vacation was we went to Orlando and stayed with Dave's parents. We left our child there and went to New York for a few days for New Year's. To go to Lebotanist. To go to Lebotanist. Just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And then we came back to Orlando, got the child, and drove home. And it was on the drive home that we stopped at Bucky's. Right. And my first thought when we walked in that door was, 
I didn't get COVID this whole trip. I'm going to get it at this Bucky's right now. Yeah. I look, took one look around and was like, COVID everywhere. People open mouth coughing. Yeah. So let's let's hold off on our experience at Bucky's yet. We still okay. have to describe what Bucky's is. So it's a hillbilly mecca. It's got everybody else is interested in it too now, which is strange because this place has been around since 1982. But I've only been hearing this buzz about Bucky's, this buzzies about Bucky's for the past like year maybe too. Right? Same? Yeah. The other thing is they got this beaver. I guess his name is Bucky. I don't know. I should have done my research. Because he's got he's the buck the... teeth. Because he's a beaver. Yes, that, that would be the case for why he is Bucky's. But there's still nothing clearly saying like this is Bucky. Yeah, you're right. Right? A simple Google search would clear this up instantly. But anyway, he is iconic in that he's on all the branding. And that's very visible because now out in the world, you are starting to see people wearing Bucky's shirts and hats like their actual, actual fashionable apparel. And Bucky's has hooked into this and is making like tie-dyed versions of Bucky shirts and different styled versions of Bucky shirts. I'm sure that somewhere there is a Confederate flag version of a Bucky shirt. I'm sure somewhere there is a MAGA version of a Bucky shirt. But there are also like hippy dippy ones and, you know, like. I think there's one that has like prayer advice on it or something. Certainly. But Certainly I know I saw one in the store. Oh. I just can't remember what the phrase was. Probably was like, for the best. Yeah. It was a protective um, instinct. So it's kind of like, I don't know if it's, if this is, I don't know how far these tendrils have gotten across America, but it's definitely a very big deal in the South. These things are kind of few and far between. There's like hundreds of miles in between Bucky's on the road trip, we would cross like one on a trip from Orlando to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's not really like, there's not that many of them. Yeah. But I think people hold it until they get to Bucky's. Yeah. And our experience there, this is where we can start talking about our experience there. Our experience there bore that out because it was 10 o'clock in the morning and this place was packed, stressfully packed, not even COVID at like the COVID concern was real, but like even outside of that, it was like Ikea level packed where you're just like, there's a point at which I was just like, I have got to get out of here. I've yeah. got to leave. My brain said that immediately, but I was like, but we have to shop for the pod. Also, the kid kept seeing stuff and was like, mom, can I go look at that over there? And I was like, you have to hold my hand the entire time that we're in this store, because if we get separated, I may never see you again. So the reason that we got interested in this place was because I had looked up vegan Bucky's options and found something called Bucky's Nuggets or Bucky Nuggets that uh, like the the website that I landed on was Beaver Nuggets. That's what it was, was the, the website that I had landed on was making such a big deal out of the fact that the Beaver Nuggets were actually vegan. They listed out a lot of other things on the on the list. And so I saw the size of the list and was like, oh, this could be fun to check out. Um, but like I was saying earlier, when we got in there, I was kind of disappointed at the, there was some stuff that was on this list that was not available on the shelves. Um, some of it that they said some, was vegan, wasn't vegan. Right. Some of the stuff required you to be able to place an order for it. And they had closed off ordering like there's a hot food. All right. We're doing a bad job. of this. Yeah. So there's an apparel section. There's a tchotchke section. There's a traditional like drinks cooler section. There's like a snack section. There's a whole jerky wall. 
There's a whole dried fruit wall. There's a pickled vegetable section. And then there's like a prepared foods and a made to order food section. So there's like a bakery counter. There's like a, there's a meat counter where you go up and you place an order and they get it for you from behind the counter. And something was going on with their computers, right? No, I think they were just, that's part of their standard thing that they just shut down ordering from this hour to this hour. And we were in that window. Oh, okay. But they were also, they had this center area that was like a big square and people were standing in the square and it was like a counter all the way around them. And they were making, no lie, like 500 breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> they, they were just surrounded by sandwiches. And they were just making them. And all these hillbillies were coming up and just grabbing them and grabbing them and grabbing them. It was a real, real weird scene. But a lot of the stuff that was on that list that we could have ordered, we could not get because ordering was closed and nothing was vegan as is. So we missed out on the hot food portion of what we could get at Bucky's. So we're this is me promising you that we're going to go back and we're going to try the vegan hot food at Bucky's and do a part 2 sometime. Uh but it won't be anytime soon because I need to completely forget about my experience at this Bucky's uh before we go back. I was so stressed out. The whole time we were there, I was so stressed out, but we managed to get a lot of snacks. We did. So should we start with savory? Because there's not that much. I think all we have that's savory is this. Okay. Let me see. Hang on. Yes. Yes. So the savory item that we have are spicy pickled Brussels sprouts. This was the only pickle I picked Brussels up. Brussels sprouts. It was the, I picked these up because I thought they were kind of, they seemed unique and fun. They're spicy pickled. Spicy pickled Brussels sprouts, though. Yeah. I got us these little okay. cuppies. Thank you for the cuppy. I got you a little napkin over there. Okay, right, a little napkin. I've got, so I've got, this is our wet cuppy, and then we can use this for discards. And then this is our dry cuppies for stuff like um, the beaver nuggets. Okay, so first things first, let's brussels. So I don't think that brussels sprouts are meant to be pickled or spicy but it works in the sense that it doesn't taste like a brussels sprout anymore because it's pickled and spicy yeah it doesn't taste like brussels at all yeah yeah the brine is nice it's tart and spicy yeah i expected a little sweetness because i'm so used to wickles yeah no sweetness at all there's a there's a Brian Austin Green that joke that I'm uh, not capable of making, but it's out there. <laughs> All right. All right. What do we got next? All right. Let's do... I feel like the beaver nuggets should be last because they're like the very exciting. Yeah. Let's do a Nutty Bites. We got two kinds. Okay. All right. So we've got and two... And this, this damn beaver is on all of this stuff. Everything. Everything. He is like... God. Oh. He's, he's like the beaver god of Bucky's. So it was founded by a guy named Arch Beaver Applin. He opened the first store in Clute, Texas. It's still open. I got to know what his tooth situation was. Um, well, he named it Bucky's by combining his childhood nickname, the name of his Labrador retriever, Buck, and... The appeal of a Pana toothpaste animated mascot, Bucky the Beaver. 
This is what Wikipedia says is the origin of the name Bucky's. Okay. Why why the toothpaste mascot? It is not explained in this blurb here. But why was he called the Beaver? Was that his nickname? His nickname was Beaver. Okay. Arch Beaver Applin. Okay. Come I on, don't Let's get nutty. Okay, yeah. So anyway, that's that. So we it got It says on the package get nutty. It does? That's why I said that. I'm, I'm looking at the back. Oh, you're looking at the back. We're going to get nutty. So there's two. we got two kinds of their... And these are like... Everything we got is Bucky's like store brand. They had other stuff yeah. that wasn't Bucky's brand, but we could get that yeah. anywhere. So I got cinnamon spiced pecan and Himalayan pink salted pistachio. So let's start with the cinnamon. Because we're going from a spicy pickled thing. Yeah, cinnamon. still spice and then we'll land... That sounds like a good trajectory. Yeah. All right. All right. Will you t- put one of those from my cup into your cup? Oh. So these look like the nut clusters from Costco. Yep. These are fun. This is really good. These are fun. This is like the nuts that you get at, at the sporting event. It is like so sweet and cinnamony. Yep. Mm. These are real good. Mm-hmm. I don't usually like cinnamon, but these are real good. These are great. Mm. They're hard. There's nothing like soft and gooey about them. Oh, I could see people fighting over this in the back seat. Yep. Kale should give mom all her nutty bites. Stop taking them. Leave some nutty bites for Momo. Hey, Russell, give it here. Put it in my hand. I'm reaching back because I'm driving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. This one's what? This is Himalayan pink salted pistachio. It says enlarged to show goodness. Aww. That's funny. It's fine, but it's more boring than the salmon one. Yeah, it's boring. It tastes healthy. This is what no. I'd read. This is what I would eat on the road because I don't want an upset stomach. It's good. It tastes like pistachios. Mm-hmm. I like pistachios. Yeah, it's just Himalayan salt. You said. Mm-hmm. I think all that's bullshit. The Himalayan salt thing. It is. And it's probably like really damaging to the planet too. But I do like. I I actually think it could use more salt. It doesn't taste salty to me. Hmm. What do we got next? So next we've got. We got kettle corn or dried mango. Why'd you get dried mango? It's because they had be all the mango. dried. Well, they had all this dried fruit. Yeah, but dried fruit can vary in how good it is. Well, let's find out how true that is. Especially, I feel like dried mango in particular, and this is unsweetened, which is how I like my dried mango. Oh, you're real old, huh? Yeah. Well, I feel like it's like some old spinster. Oh boy. Okay. Here, pull that that piece that's stuck. That's good dried mango. It's not because sometimes dried mango can be really tough like jerky, but this one's nice and juicy still. Mm. This is a late night snack that I would grab for sure. I well, love dried fruit late night. Well, you've given your opinion. Mm-hmm. My opinion is that I 
completely agree. Yeah. It's amazing. It's really good. It's really good. I got to tell y'all, not only was this place packed with people open mouth coughing and we we were masked up, the three of us, and the looks that we were getting made me very uncomfortable. But anyway, um, there were like horns on the wall. Like there were dead animal heads oh, yeah. on the wall. It was it yeah. was not a pleasant experience. Yep. To be inside the Bucky's. Yeah. But man, they can try some mango. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do kettle corn. Yeah, let's do kettle corn. I just can't stress enough how unpleasant it is being inside a Bucky's. But the food so far so good. Yeah. Oh yeah, so the kettle corn. Oop, I got I got these containers. And I'll say one time during like October 2021, I was driving between Mississippi and Atlanta. And I stopped at a Bucky's because everybody was raving about it and I decided to see what all the fuss was about. And this was, you know, this was deep pandemic. And I parked and walked in and it was exactly as packed as it was when we went. And I walked right back out. So I didn't get to explore it at all. But I, it was, it was shocking right. how, um, just how busy it was. Even in not a pandemic, it would be like, it's really okay. It's so hard. I will. There's like some that are really coated and some that aren't. It's kind of inconsistent, this kettle corn. You got a lot of ones that were super coated. These taste like sugar smacks. The ones that are really coated. Very sweet. Very sweet. I think this kettle corn is underwhelming. I like it. It's just very sweet. I think it's fine. You can get. Um, I really love the Boom Chicka Pop kettle corn. It's better than this. I think the Boom Chicka Pop is more balanced and less sweet. All right. Can I get a drum roll? Because we're going to do the beaver nuggets. Come those beaver nuggets. Now we'll describe these. These look like giant corn puffs, but more caramel coated. Than a corn puff. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Nope. <laughs> They're big. To open it more. The coat. Whew. These things are sweet, so get ready. Yeah, I'm just going to grab one. They're like little half circles little they you know what they look like is those neck pillows <laughs> they look like a neck pillow but huh. tiny and i'm assuming puff corn coated in what looks to me like maple syrup hurry up and eat so i can talk much crisper than i was expecting i thought crunchy. it was puff but it's really crunchy crispy it's very light inside and then the coating is so hard yeah I can see the appeal of these. I think of this as like we'll go to Disney or Universal and we'll we'll say that we're gonna be bad. We're gonna get something something sweet in the middle of the day. We're gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. We get it. And we eat it and we we feel bad. And then we're like, we go through the whole dance of like, oh, 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 my stomach. Why did I do that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then we'll look around 
And we'll see how much worse everybody else decided to be. Like, in terms of, like, being bad and eating junk food. And know that we were in, like, the shallowest of shallow ends <laughs> of, like, the junk, the snacky pool. Mm-hmm. Like, this, I, I ate one and I'm full for the night. Like, that's, I can't have more sweet stuff than that. But I could see somebody, this is not the indictment that it sounds like. I could see somebody walking around and just eating handful after handful of that if, like, your palate is attuned to it. Like, it is a, it is a bespoke kind of junk food. It is. It was very sweet, caramelized sugar on the outside and then like a light corn puff on the inside. But the outside is so like such a crunchy candy shell that mm-hmm. like you don't even really experience the inside part. I yeah. only know it's there because I can see it with my eyes. I liked it. I liked it. I, I could eat a lot of it. No, I there's also a weird aftertaste that I'm getting that I don't don't care for. It's kind of like a maybe corn. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. There's a weird aftertaste that I'm not loving either. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I want that level of sweet, I could get it without whatever this is that I'm experiencing in the back of my throat right now. So Dave. Yeah. On a scale of one to 10, open mouth, unmasked coughs. One being the best. One is the best? Yeah, because you don't want any. Now, we've... Are no, you're messing right. with the scale. This is bad. This Next is... week's episode, we inverted the scale. Let's just get back to zero is bad, ten is good. Yeah, you're right. On a scale of zero one, to, zero to ten, open mouth coughs in your face. Ten being the best, <laughs> zero being the worst. What do you get, Bucky's? I'll give it a five. I think. I think some of the snacks we got were really good. Some were just okay. The chaos and like all the dead animal paraphernalia inside. I don't think it I don't think it's worth it. I feel like I could get as satisfying a snack stopping at a gas station. I didn't have to use the bathroom, but also I didn't want to experience that bathroom. I was afraid to go in it. Even if I'd had to go, I think I would have tried to wait. Um yeah, I think a five. I think the snack. There's some good snacks. I don't think that mango or even those pecans, which the pecan snacks were probably the standout for me. I don't think that would be worth going back into that that place. What about you? I would give it six open mouth coughs, and I think the thing is we did not get to try the hot food portion of this. Yeah, uh, I think that that could be a good option for somebody on the road. A vegan on the road. I think that the snacks that we got, kettle corn aside, are all pretty unique and ones that are, you couldn't just get anywhere, really. Like the nut clusters, maybe. Those Brussels sprouts, no. Yeah, no. The but Bucky, then also, you're beaver, not going to. The beaver turds or whatever, no. <laughs> but you're also not going to crack open pickled Brussels sprouts in the car. Maybe you would. So messy. Do a little picnic thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. At a rest stop. So I think it? like that's that's neat. That's a cut above what you would expect. You know, I wish that there were more options. I wish that there was more of a variance between nothing and full-blown heart attack in terms of like 
the quality of the food. Mm-hmm. But I think if I'm being fair, there was. There was that boring pistachio Himalayan salt one. There, The Brussels sprouts were fine. The mango was good. You know, and the kettle corn is a little too sweet, but whatever. So maybe that's not a fair criticism. But I think the thing that stands out to me, this is less about our experience and what we went through there, but just the the idea of Bucky's is so fundamentally weird to me and American in a weird way and a bad way. <laughs> but like the the way that it has, I think, organically entered this cultural moment that it's having. Like I don't see a lot of advertisements for Bucky's. I see the billboards. Yeah. That's it. But I see billboards for a lot of stuff. And I don't hear relatives clamoring about it and having focused conversations about Bucky's or other things like the way that they are having about Bucky's. And you get there and everything has this damn beaver on it. It's very Mickey Mousey slash white Jesusy slash like <laughs> sli- like fascisty almost. <laughs> How like all hail the beaver it is. <laughs> and it's so weird. It's it just is. really weird. And I don't think it's dangerous. And th- this specific thing I don't think is dangerous. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily harmful. <laughs> and so I'm, unlike several things about American culture and, and what American culture finds interesting and what Southern America finds interesting and gravitates around. I think this is comfortably set in like a bizarre space yeah. where you can just kind of be like, huh? It is kind of a, huh? Yeah. And I want more of those. Yeah. There was harmless. a time in my life where so much of the world was that before I grew up and realized, Oh no, it's not <laughs> this one. Maybe, maybe I'll be proved wrong, but it feels kind of insulated from being anything more than a environmental problem, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. which I mean, get in line. Everything here is, but yeah. So I don't know. There's something that Wait, I'm sorry. Do you mean bad for the environment or that the environment in the store is a problem? I mean, it's bad for the environment. Yeah. Okay. I mean, every I mean product both. in there was produced in a way that's bad for the environment. The footprint of the building itself is bad for the environment. The hundred gas tanks instead of 10 is bad for the environment. <laughs> The amount of excrement that all these hillbillies are putting out into the bathroom is probably bad for the environment as well. Mm-hmm. And this thing is in the middle of nowhere, so it's probably getting dumped in a way that is bad for the environment too. Yeah. So this is yeah. bad across the board. But that's America. That's every place in America, mm-hmm. you know? So it's nothing unique in that regard. Um, it's funny, though, that we paired this with La Botanese, the yeah. organic, <laughs> plant-based, yeah. carbon-neutral restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> but I think in both cases... The the quirkiness of both is bespoke. Yeah. And they both meet at that at that weird huh. Yeah. 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 So that's Bucky's. Yeah, that was Bucky's. Hey, have you been to Bucky's? Did we miss a vegan option that is your favorite thing? I heard that there's a dried or freeze dried okra, but I couldn't find it. Mm. I looked all around for it. Um Tell us what you like to get at Bucky's, because if we go back to try the hot breakfast, we can try to look for your things, too, and try them. You're going to get letters that are like, you forgot about the ice. (laughs) You forgot about the water. (laughs) (laughs) Their tap water is amazing. Oh.
Yeah. Yeah. Probably going to get like firebombed our house because we badmouthed the people who went to Bucky's. <laughs> we really, we were not kind. We angered the South. We did it. All right. Do, do we have a letter, Dave? Well, I'm going to read a letter. Uh, this was somebody who reached out to Timid Futures, which uh, those of y'all who don't know, I have a blog called Timid Futures, a publishing company too, did a couple of books. Um, so I have an active contact submission form on my website and somebody reached out. Uh, this person's name is Mime Noner, M-Y-M-N-O-N-E-R. Uh, the email is unintelligible. The website is luckylandslotsandgameson.com. Oh. No, sorry. So, so sorry. Luckylandslotsgameon.com. Mm. Makes more sense. It does. And the message that they sent me is Pennsylvania online casinos try here. No deposit bonus. USA online casinos. So, hey, if you like to gamble and you're not concerned about online safety or security... LuckyLandSlotsAndGames.com is uh, somewhere to check out. Yeah, you're certainly putting your life in your hands. Well, you know, probably not your life, but your money. Yeah. So, Mime Noner, thanks for reaching out. Yeah. Thanks for supporting the podcast. If you could just head over and uh, rate and review yeah. on Apple Podcast and use your bot abilities to, to do that. Hey, and smash that, that be... subscribe button. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, and if you would like to write us a letter, don't go to Dave's website. Write to us at TalkingTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or you can slide into our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. I read and respond to every single one. And I want to thank you for listening. If you are enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us out. And we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. Maybe so, maybe no. I mean, well, we will. We will. Yeah. We will. Yeah. We will make a really big deal out of it. We need to be as thirsty as possible. <laughs> we need to beg for every drop of water that we get. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I am Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com. I am Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And Line Leader was taken on TikTok. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 